we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alert for june 29th 2020 and today just i don't even know how long the study is it's it's just gigantic the news cycle is such that um the studies themselves now have turned into just all mega studies and i, I just hope i can get through all the content that we have for today uh, I, I just, it's hard for me to envision how things could keep going the way they're going and we would still have the alternative media on the internet. Now, maybe we'll have it for another who knows how long. Maybe if there's enough prayer, fasting, and um, awareness that's created that things could change. But, um, you know, the, the Bible says the night cometh when no man can work. And it seems to be that we're quickly approaching that. Now, just some Bible verses. I put these out in my last email. Proverbs 2, 6 through 15. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. So the righteous are the only ones that are going to really be able to lay their hands on sound wisdom. Uh, he is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. And that's like a safety, like a shield. That walk uprightly. Uh, he keepeth the path of judgment. And that's just judgment. That we don't have really in our court systems. or in the world today. In any uh, way, shape or form really. And preserveth the way of his saints. So the Lord's our only hope. Regarding what we're going into. And I've stated that for years. He's, he's our only hope. That's it. Um, then shall thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity. Yea, every good path. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul. And now remember, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And the Bible says the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him, meaning God, and delivereth them. So there's there's connotations of, um, you know, the fear of the Lord being connection with God's protection and understanding wisdom and knowledge. So if you not aware of that just can't fear the lord in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i've done a lot of studies about it or in and pray for it uh discretion shall preserve thee understanding shall keep thee to deliver thee from the way of the evil man from the man that speaketh froward things meaning wicked things and we're going into a time when we need discretion and understanding and that has a lot to do with with preserving and keeping the according to these bible verses and to delivering us from the evil man and the man that speaketh fraud things because wickedness is encroaching on every side i mean the, the content i'm getting into today is just it's incomprehensible it, it's incomprehensible how out in the open satan is now and his agenda who leave and this is talking about the, the the evil man who leave the path of righteousness to walk in the ways of darkness which is really more now obviously the norm than anything most people are walking in the way of darkness who rejoice to do evil and delight in frowardness of the wicked whose ways are crooked and they and they're frowered in their paths so just some kind of bible verses to start out with now I went to the Luciferian March for a One World Government last week in Raleigh. Now, this was supposedly the main march they were doing. I think maybe the one in D.C. rivaled it. 
but they really seem to emphasize the one in Raleigh. It's about, I took a, a long-time listener, he, he's the one that goes with me, Greg, um, to a lot of the cursed places we go to, particularly in North Carolina, and we pray over them, and, um, you know, uh, just pray, claim the, the land back for God, break the curses off the land, you know, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, put out the holy anointing oil that, you know, I've talked a lot about before. Um, it was about two, a little over two and a half hour drive to get there from where I'm at. Now I put this, um, I put this update out to some of my listeners for, and this is why I didn't do an audio last week because I was at that last Sunday. Uh, those that did not get the first update regarding, um, the Luciferian March at the state Capitol at Raleigh, North Carolina, we, we made it home fine. It was awesome. God was in control. Christians way outnumbered the coward luciferians great fellowship amazing preaching the police were even awesome praise the lord now just a couple nights before we got there black lives matter had tore down oh two or three i think probably three different statues that they considered racist obviously and the cops there was a little bit of resistance but the cops pretty much just let them do it and um i mean long long time statues that have been there for you know probably over 100 years just you know, let let the Black Lives Matter, which stands for burn, loot, and murder, uh, just let them have their way, do whatever they want. So there was more than just the Luciferian march for us to go there and pray. Also, that's where Governor, our Governor uh, Cooper, who is the chief source of all of these new mask mandatory mask face mask laws that they're putting in place, is coming from. Evidently, North Carolina is one of the few capitals that actually has their governor in the state building in the state capitol now a lot of it was cordoned off with the old yellow tape because you know they were in the process of completing the teardown of the statues and uh, the luciferians were supposed to turn out there you know in force that day and uh, they were going to engage the christians and and bring in the, the new world order for lucifer and all this stuff but that's not what i saw <laughs> so craig and i had got there and um from the moment we got there we noticed the christian presence not luciferians and we got there kind of tried to park as close as we could and and walked up and um there were street preachers and um, a lot of uh, christian men handing out tracts and then i i we immediately went to them and then kind of um join with them and then they were they were like we were like well we're going to go over to this other part where it seems like more of the people are congregating maybe that's where the luciferians are so most of us kind of walked over to there and there was another street preacher over there that they knew he goes by greg the street preacher excellent preaching i mean just amazing the guy was awesome and it was about as close as you could get to the front of the capital as you could get there was there was cops there and but they had the street court off so you really couldn't get i don't know i was probably within 50 yards of where the front of the capital was maybe you know 75 yards i don't know and greg was this greg the street preacher was preaching there and um he had a little mega kind of a little makeshift megaphone type device and it was it was awesome i mean just really really solid biblically based sound biblical preaching on salvation and you know i i couldn't do what they do i don't have the right temperament or disposition 
to do that because you get engaged by so many evil people and so many demons and devils come out um i really do believe that if you're a street preacher you have to be called to that and you have to have the right disposition to do it because it's not you know we're the body of christ not everybody's called to be go out there and, and to be a street preacher because I, I think it depends on your disposition how your your makeup is and this type of thing and he was very well suited he answered all of the arguments and you know they try to talk over you and cuss you and and do all this stuff and i, I really the biggest thing i thought i was kind of standing beside him and i just wanted to be there more as a uh, protective type of figure that was what I felt kind of led. And I was praying a lot as I was standing there. Um, and when I, w I felt like when I would pray that a lot of the, the stuff would abate. And I'm sure there was other people praying too. But, you know, whenever there was a lot of, of these demons coming out and these people, you know, they'd come up and try to get in his face and all this other stuff. And I, I just saw the power of prayer over and over again. And... There were other Christians then that came up and, uh, you know, my, my, my listener buddy, Greg, he was there and we were praying and then, um, there were other, and I don't know if these were the Luciferians. I do think some of them were there, but again, it was such a low key. If that was their, their, um, uh, their idea of they're going to come out there and they're going to have a big show of force and they're going to show the it was pathetic cowardly you know pathetic is really what it was it was it was a bunch of really mostly from what i could identify transgendered slash homosexual slash lesbian reprobate um social justice warriors soy boy drinking white people were really what we had most of the the encounters with was that um pathetic really we really didn't get very much pushback from the blacks that were there i don't know if the blacks that were there were really part of the lucifer i don't think they were i think a lot of it was you know hey it's the blacks came some of them came to just look at the statue maybe that had been torn down because it was you know it was a lot going on there was they were tearing the statue down there was all this yellow crime tape up there were cops there there were the the pathetic little if that was the luciferians i don't really know they were kind of there we were there greg was street preaching um just a lot of moving parts you know going on right then and um i put out i i had the that anointing oil that we make i it had been in our bin that we have playing the kjv now if you're not familiar just key an anointing oil in the keyword search box my listener in Tasmania, who's a deliverance minister, you, has used this. And what he did is he had a uh, uh, olive oil on top of, um, he does deliverance. And he uses the olive oil as an anointing oil when he does deliverance on the people that come to see him. And he's, he's done deliverance on a lot of high-level witches and things like this. And it's basically like battery acid to the demons. They hate it. So I, I forgot to put it out because I was kind of caught up in the moment. And I didn't even put it out until later, a little bit later. Uh, but it was almost like by then, most of the Luciferian stuff had died down. When we started praying more in earnest, it was like 
they just kind of gave up and walked away. Then there was this one guy that came, a really, really nice little um, Christian Hispanic guy. He was with a few girls, and they walked over to, I don't know, this small group of, of lesbian, gay, trans they were wearing black, and I don't know, maybe they were the Luciferians, I don't know. And they were giving them, they were like, oh, do you want something to drink? Like, he had water and Gatorade, and it was just all free. And it was, it's just so hard, because it's so hard to, like, be mad at Christians when they're, like, being super sweet to you and nice to you and giving you stuff for free. <laughs> so they all walked away eventually. Um, I would say it was a total success. I really can't imagine it going much better. The cops were super cool that we encountered. I literally walked by them. As we were putting in, Greg was like putting in oil, I was too, because I gave him some and, um, you know, walked by him, oh, God bless you, you know, and they were, oh, yeah, God bless you too. I mean, seriously, it was like, it was awesome. Then we walked to another part, and then there were some Luciferians, I think, sitting on like in this park that we were at. And I got footage of this, I just haven't had time to look at it yet. And um, it was so weird because this one guy, walked over there who was a christian with us such good fellowship such good preaching it was awesome i mean it was just it was just awesome to be with other like-minded christians that were like from different you know totally different maybe churches or backgrounds and things like that there were there were um some really awesome black ladies there that came up to us and they were like oh, i mean it was just awesome i loved it and um it was funny the the one black lady had said um, she says, you know, what I like about you guys is she said, I see, what I see out here today is a lot of, um, Christians and they're not just all, it's not just all white. It's not all black. It's not just all Hispanic, but there's a lot of us different. And she says, and she, what she said is true. There's no way you can argue with this theologically. She said in the body of Christ, she said, when we're all together in, in heaven, it's going to be, you know, there's going to be blacks and hispanic and whites and it's there's gonna be now maybe you that won't even be like identifiable in heaven but the obviously the body of christ is all races you know it's all races and i was like yeah praise the lord you know it was it was just awesome um then we sang we sang a couple hymns i didn't have a i don't have a smartphone so they all pulled up these hymns and and um i, I haven't been in any kind of organized church in a while but man yeah that second hymn they sang was awesome it's awesome the first one was awesome too but it was just um i just didn't have the words and i was trying to remember it um but we were singing that and then this other guy from our group walked over to these i guess they're luciferians one guy was wearing an open like a pentagram shirt or whatever but they weren't messing with us they were they were very very low key they were all by themselves and he told him and he started giving him his testimony and they were actually listening to him and he's like why are you guys he says no i'm seriously this is how insane this is remember this is the luciferian march to bring in the one world government under the antichrist and the new world order now remember that's the banner under which they're marching these luciferians that's why they're doing these supposed marches even though there was no march involved here and i'm like and it says in their mission statement, now go back to my last week's study, because I don't want to repeat all this, but it says in their own mission statement, we're here to bring about the prophecies of the book of Revelation. And I'm like, I've emailed them before, and I'm like, do you realize that how it turns out for you all? 
that you're all going to be cast into the lake of fire, which burneth forever. You and your antichrist and your false prophet and every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel or fallen cherub you serve. You realize how this turns out for you? Why would you want to bring that about? Why wouldn't you want to just get saved and turn from that and serve Jesus instead of ultimately going to hell in the lake of fire? Why would you want that? I don't want it for you. And they're literally sitting there doing a Bible study on the grass. There's like five of them. They've all got their Bibles opened to the to revelation and the guy from our group walked up to them and like saw it with his own eyes they were they were like i don't know probably about 30 feet away from us i it's just it's mind-boggling they're doing a bible study i i <laughs> i just i don't understand it i'm just i don't but that's pretty much what I witnessed I mean I'm sure I'm leaving stuff out we went and we prayed around there we put out a ton of the anointing oil we prayed a lot about Roy Cooper uh Greg and I did and um because there's th that's the fountainhead for all the wicked legislation coming so I told Greg I said listen I said this Luciferian march got us here but what's probably far more important is like the prayer, the fasting that we've done and other prayers going up about this and over the state capital for North Carolina because you know our governor's democratic and he's just beyond a wicked devil from the pit of hell, this Roy Cooper. And he's trying to implement this mandatory mask law. And they, they want to just bring it from that to even stricter things, to a, more of a lockdown, to then ultimately the only way you're going to get out of it is the Bill Gates COVID-19 devil vaccine. You know that will permanently alter your dna and will be cultured off aborted babies and will be microchipping you and um changing your dna forever it's where they want to bring us into and i, I just so I, I kind of felt like that us being there was way bigger than just the luciferian march and that's where he actually has his office this roy cooper so i felt i felt good i just felt super super awesome about the whole day i i really couldn't um I, I don't know how much better it could have probably went i thank you the the people that i reached out to i thank you for you know praying for us and um i it was kind of a kind of a last minute thing last minute decision that um greg texted me and and uh he's like let's go and i'm like oh man i said i gotta do a study this weekend and and then I thought, and then I, I just started getting convicted. No, the study needs to wait. Put out your newsletters. Go to the th go to this thing. You need to stand against this. Um, now to to add to this, um, there were organizations praying about this, and um, uh, this one intercessor group. I think it had over four thousand people praying about it. And it just, it showed me the power of prayer, really. It just once again. Then this came out later, and this is from um, BreakingIsraeliIsraelNews.com. Jerusalem, the Luciferian Satanists get cold feet, cancel their own New World Order event during the solar eclipse. Now, this had major significance to them because not only was it the summer solstice, which is, you know, what they, if you've heard of Bohemian Grove, that's when they always have their high day with their cremation of care where they, you know, sacrifice 
I, I think it's a real sacrifice. The, the real versions they do, the Bohemian Grove in California, um, to like the 40-foot owl, uh, which um, I believe is more representative of Lilith than it is Moloch. Moloch is, is not representative of typically a gigantic 40-foot owl. It's usually like a bull, okay? Um, I've gotten into this before. You can key in any of those keywords at continuefortruth.com. Any, anyway, it, it's a big... The summer solstice is a very, very big deal for all occultists around the world. It's a high night of uh, human, animal sacrifice, all kind of sexual orgies and stuff like that. And not only that, there was a there was an eclipse, I believe, over the Pyramid Giza or something in Egypt. It was a really big deal. So... If they were going to turn out for a particular event, this was going to be their big day to come out in force. But they canceled their own New World Order event during the solar eclipse. At least they did They did in most of the places we saw. I, I haven't got any more feedback that this actually went down in any way, shape, or form in these other locations. Maybe it did, but I, I haven't heard about it. The Global Luciferian Movement called for events all over the world on Sunday. During the solar eclipse, most notably perhaps was the event scheduled to be held at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, which called for a satanic third temple as part of the process to bring peace between Israel and the Palestinians. Well, the, the satanic third temple has to be rebuilt, and, it, and the Bible says it will be rebuilt during the tribulation. And then during the midpoint of the tribulation, the Bible says in Daniel that the Antichrist is going to enter into the third temple and commit what they call the abomination of of desolation which is talked about in matthew 24 by jesus where he comes in to the holy of holies and the rebuilt satanic world temple i, I call it satanic because it's not of god it's it it's going to be rebuilt because the bible says god will let it happen but he's going to go into the rebuilt holy of holies and proclaim himself to be god the antichrist and that's the abomination of desolation it's the midpoint of the tribulation then you go into the great tribulation period Okay, so um, they want the rebuilt Satanic Third Temple. The Luciferians do because they know it's going to bring in the Antichrist. They're acknowledging that. They're acknowledging the Book of Revelation. It's so ironic, all of this stuff. I mean, I never seen a Luciferian group that's having Bible studies thirty feet away from me in the Book of Revelation. That's <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> Anyway, the event coincided with a rare ring of fire annual or solar eclipse just hours after the annual summer solstice. Luciferians believe that a solar eclipse is a good omen pretending the rise of evil since it's a chaotic event in which regular laws of nature are subverted. Uh, it is a fact in, in ideology, the victory of the moon and darkness over the sun and light. The summer solstice marks the beginning of summer in the northern hemisphere and the beginning of winter in the southern hemisphere. It marks... The point at which daylight is at its most extreme longest, many satanic and idolatrous rituals are related to the lunar and solar cycles. Summer solstice is a high holiday for Luciferians, a celebration of the Roman god Saturnus. Well, it's just like Christmas, which is the um, basically around the winter solstice, okay, Yule, the winter solstice, Yule, Christmas, that's all very, very much connected, is um, celebrating the, per the birth of of it's called saturnalia okay that was what it was originally called christmas that that era and it was a um 
and it always was it's just the catholics came along and they repackaged and tried to christianize the holiday and turned it into christmas now what it always was from before you know the catholics ever tried to um christianize the pagan holiday was saturnalia okay and that was the birth of the sun god tammuz okay remember it's the sun god whereas the catholics came in and said no no it's the birth of yes yes it's it's the birth of tammuz sure of course it is to the pagans they would say that but to the christians what they said it's the birth of the son of god jesus christ even though biblically speaking even if you look at the bible there's no way he could have been born on december 25th it doesn't line up with the um shepherds being out in the fields and things like that there's a lot of things i believe it's probably near jesus was probably more born i believe near the end of september start of october around in that range i believe i've done studies on this you can key in at contendingfortruth.com but it couldn't have been on december 25th no it was always the birth of the sun god tammuz now i've done multiple teachings on christmas just key that in in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com you'll you'll find out anyway so um the uh this was a celebration of the roman god Satur saturnus okay which is representative of saturn which is the sixth planet from the sun saturn has six letters saturn is also a representative of satan okay it's, it's also an acronym almost for satan okay the Western Wall Heritage Foundation, which administers the site, responded to an inquiry about the event, saying, we have no knowledge of the group, meaning the Satan, the Luciferians, or the event, but anyone can come pray at the Western Wall. A group of Israeli believers in Jesus were at the Western Wall, waiting to confront the Luciferians. However, none appeared at the appointed time. <laughs> One of the Jewish participants explained that Christian eschatology, as described in the New Testament, describes a subversive attempt to create a unified one world religion the end of days for this reason um they were on hand to pray for the luciferians and to try to convince them through love to abandon their goal yeah yeah well amen israeli breaking israeli news reporter was on site to report on the event he saw a group of fewer than 10 people wearing black t-shirts with satanic symbols i would probably say it was about equivalent where we were at and they were scattered they weren't organized they weren't marching like i said we saw like four of them doing a bible study maybe there was five i don't know um but i couldn't i mean i didn't really know until it was all over that one of them had a shirt that had because i didn't get that close one of them i think had a shirt with like a pentagram or something um but yeah, fewer than 10 people wearing black shirts with satanic symbols. That Luciferians did not enter the Western Wall Plaza. It's unclear whether they held their event. I mean, um, you know, ultimately, guys, they're on the wrong team, you know. And ultimately, when they're confronted with any kind of numbers, they're cowards. They're, they're, they're only going to really probably show up unless they've got overwhelming numbers. And God was on our side, and it wasn't even close, you know. So praise the Lord now then this report uh satanic march fizzles and wake of prayer this is from ifpray.org and i had a listener send me a link to them and they were they were telling their intercessors ahead of time they had like four thousand, i believe intercessors praying about this so there was a lot of people praying about this which made me feel super super good going there you know 
thank you god for the answered prayer about the luciferian marches fizzling we are so grateful for empowering of your will through the prayer of your intercessors what happened with the satanic marches scheduled for this past weekend planned for 20 something cities worldwide the marches were widely reported to a fizzle praise god answered prayer yeah amen <laughs> nearly three oh wow nearly three hundred thousand intercessors asset accessed intercessors for america headline prayer article about the satanic marches wow it was a viral call for prayer we at ifa enjoyed seeing the community of intercessors offering prayer information encouragement to others reading the article now they've got a newsletter that you can go subscribe i didn't even know about them until this week but they've got a newsletter that you can subscribe to it's i the letter i f pray ifa i'm sorry ifa and then pray.org plus i give you the link here in the pdf dot uh, org yeah um continuing it said that the organization now i went up i went up on all the luciferians facebook pages they had four different facebook pages the luciferians did on facebook just to see what they were saying and most of it were christians saying you know why are you guys doing this you're, you're on the losing team you need to get saved through jesus and <laughs> i think they were overwhelmed with all the there were way more christian comments than there were satanists <laughs> so they were overwhelmed before they even thought about getting to any of these web to these actual sites like rally or jerusalem or dc or wherever they were marching they were they were totally bombarded with more christians than there were luciferians which i thought was awesome um the organization has chapters all over the world and marches were held in multiple locations on Sunday. Well, maybe. we. All I can tell you is what, what I saw from my own eyes in rally. We know what happened in Jerusalem. You know, I think it, it was probably similar around the world. Of course, maybe they had success in other areas. I don't know. The invitation for the main march in the U.S. was in rally, North Carolina. So I was at the main one that they were really, really talking about. And they had just had black lives matter go absolutely insane nuts two nights prior ripping down statues going crazy at the same exact place our wicked satanic governor roy cooper is trying to institute all these wicked laws to bring us into lockdown and force us to wear face masks and then the luciferians show up so it was like the perfect storm but you know what god totally owned it i mean god's god through god's people totally owned that place and we stuck around man i was there a long time i mean we were there from before probably right before two to after around 6 30 i mean it just got to the point of like okay why are we here you know it was it was like dying down type of stuff and there were people i mean there were all kind of people going all over praying i believe there was other people putting out anointing oil um this one guy was just going crazy he was at like the back side of the he was as close to the thing and he was just speaking to the the building where the government was and like this big gigantic christian oratory sermon i think pronouncing probably god's judgment or whatever over that land. i mean it was like there were so many christians doing so many different things it was like you couldn't believe it it was great so um but the main march evidently was in rally um in researching what happened with the marches in the usa 
the IFA staff, now this is the prayer, this is the prayer group, learned that according to one of the satanic website communications, one organizer said, quote, it has been brought to light that Antifa terrorists are arranging Luciferian satanic marches all over the United States on the 21st of June. Now that was the day that we were there. That was the Sunday. Okay. Which again, they were just there two nights ago. Black Lives Matter and Tifa were just there, literally exactly where we were at two nights ago. So the Christians turned out in force and were like, hey, we're here. If we die, we die. You know, I was prepared to die. I didn't know what I was going to be running into. But I also realized that God's way bigger than them. You know, God has an appointed time for you. And if it's your time to go, then, you know, there's nothing you could do about it. It's, it's an appointed time. The Bible says it is appointed unto, unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. So, um, anyway, uh, let's see here. Uh, it has been brought to, now this is from the satanic website communicate. It has been brought to light that the Antifa terrorists are arranging Luciferian satanic marches all over the United States on the 21st of June. Again, the day that we all were there to show up, summer solstice, in order to attract more people to the dark side. <laughs> because Antifa is in lockstep just as black lives matter move on.org or any of the other george they're in lockstep with the luciferians they want to turn people to the dark side and ultimately please Moloch and satan through joining the antichrist movement um so whoever was behind the marches was trying to empower the antichrist movement yeah but I just think the prayer, the fasting, and everything else, the a public awareness, just shut it all down. Praise the Lord. And then it says, okay, so then the the uh, website, the prayer website says, wow, please keep in mind that darkness abounds in our nation today, and many dark agendas, agendas are overlapping. Let us continue to pray that darkness would be pushed back. God is bigger than these attacks, riots, marches, and spells. We thank you, intercessors for your many faithful prayers about these marches and we can praise god together for the lack of action that happened on june 21st so now what i'm going to do is just pray a, a brief uh witchcraft prayer i pray this probably i at least a couple times a week i hope maybe sometimes i'm not as good maybe sometimes more this is from my listener in tasmania the deliverance minister i have said this prayer before and this is a very powerful prayer against witchcraft with fasting even more powerful this prayer can shut down witches and Satanists forever. Um, so um, what I would encourage you to do is, is um, I'm going to pray this, but if you always want to be right with God before you pray. So pray some type of, I'm really big on praying some type of Lord's Prayer format prior to saying a prayer like this, because then you're right with God. Meaning you go to God, you ask him to forgive your, your sins, your iniquities, your trespasses, your, those types of things, as you forgive those. Because if you don't forgive, and you come before God and your slate's not clean, then, and I'm not saying you, 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 you're like, okay, I masked murder and, and I'm going to go say this little prayer and I'm good, good with God. And no, I don't mean that way. I mean, you know, you're, you're truly sorry and, and you're trying to repent and you're trying to get right with God in prayer, you know, before you say a prayer like this, because the Bible says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. You know, I always recommend you do that. Put on the full armor of God every day. I pray Psalm 64 every day. But, so, I would pause this audio and then do that first. And then now I'm going to go ahead and just 
pray this prayer. And this is something that I, I, I'd say, you know, you should be praying this a couple times a week because you would, you, you might think, oh, there's no witches or warlock. You have to understand if they're in your town, they're in America, they're in the world, they're praying against all Christians. They are, they're not just praying. They may not know you specifically by name, but the devils and demons, those, they know you. So you have all types of witchcraft attacks that are trying to get to you all the time. So this is taking the, the, um, the fight back to them. So I'm going to go ahead and start this prayer. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we plead the precious uncorruptible blood of Jesus over the body of Christ, the innocent, ourselves, our family, and everything that belongs to us. We ask for your giant warrior angels or whatever kinds of angels are necessary to be loosed from heaven to surround and protect us. As your war club and weapons of war, we break down and damn and blow up all walls of protection around all witches, warlo warlocks, wizards, Satanists, and the like. And we break the power of all curses, hexes, vexes, spells, charms, fetishes, psychic prayers, psychic thought, all witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, all mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, and everything else being sent our way or to the body of Christ, the innocent, or our family members' way, and, we're, and we return it in the demons and the devils and the evil entities and the fallen angels to the senders right now sevenfold, and we bind it to them by the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that these lost souls will find the light of your son Jesus. Their own snares and traps have now been set against them. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Nazareth we now loose them from all mind control of Satan. Father, we also ask that you bind the Holy Spirits to their hearts as a guide to your son Jesus, so that they may be set free from the bondages of Satan. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, now, I've taken the prayer since I've got it from Pete, my the deliverance minister in Tasmania, and I've kind of I've added to it, modified it a little bit, made it a little bit more um, inclusive of different things. So, like, if you want to, it's not like it's gotta be said this exact way. If you feel led to say it in another particular way, I modified it today more to pray with my listeners, so that it would it would be something we could pray together. And probably what I'm gonna do is alternate this prayer and the other two prayers that I said in the uh, teaching before this and then the teaching before that and say one of those every single time I do an audio from now on. Because I really feel like that, you know, at the end of the day, the coming backbone, you've heard me say this many times if you've been a listener, the coming backbone of the New World Order religion is going to be witchcraft. The Bible says the Antichrist will cause craft, he will, he will practice, and I believe that means practice witchcraft, and cause craft to basically prosper. Witchcraft will be, I mean, how, what is the source of his signs and lying wonders and miracles that he's going to deceive the whole world? Well, it's witchcraft. So, yes, it's going to be a coming one world religion under Antichrist and false prophet, but the core, the core power, the core belief system of that is going to be witchcraft. So I think this is something we need to be doing all the time. And again, if you combine fasting with it, then it's all the more powerful. Okay, so let's go, now we're going to go into the material for today, and um, I wanted to start out the, the study, I mean, that's some super, super positive, kind of uplifting information about the Luciferian march, you know, how God got the victory, and then the Bible verses, and 
Um, I'm, I'm trying to, um, you know, really try to start out on a positive note because I've got some really heavy duty information to cover today. And, um, but again, we always want to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. Understand he's in control. He's on the throne, him and father God. And, you know, nothing that's happening right now is, is any of it, of any surprise to them. And they're bigger than all of this. They are. So, and again, to kind of just let people know, because there's still people that are on the, the I mean, Trump's so, has become such a neutered, pathetic figure at this point. Um, I've got so much that I could put out on him. And I'm going to just, I'm going to go into this today, this little blip here at the beginning. But um, Trump, Trump's not going to save anybody. I've been saying this for a long, I mean, I've said that even when he got in office. You know, uh, the Bible says, cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm, meaning like a man or a woman that you're putting your hope or trust in flesh and whose heart departed from the Lord. So when you put your trust in man and not God, you're bringing a curse on yourself. According to the Bible, Jeremiah 17, five, we don't want to do that. And a lot of people have put their in Trump. We trust. How many times have I seen that? That's literally People, I mean, do you have no fear of God? In Trump you trust? Do you know what an affront that is to God? Now, I'm not saying this to my listeners. I'm saying it to people in general, the, the, all the masses that have said that. And now Trump is proving to be exactly what I said that he would become, especially since not the fe- this fe- last February, but the February before last, since he really went satanically rogue. And really started to do overt satanic luciferian things um trump administration suspiciously fires top u.s attorney investigating billionaire child sex trafficking oh imagine that remember he was good buddies with a good old jeffrey epstein that was his wingman all the footage of him and old jeffrey together all the photos all the first-hand accounts of all these underage girls that saw Trump with at Epstein's house, and they would, you know, sexually assault them together. Trump and Epstein, first-hand accounts. Epstein literally recruited girls from Trump's Mar-a-Lago mansion, and that is all legally testified. And that's where they got a lot of their girls because he would bring in underage girls to be um, to work at the trump mansion and then epstein would go there and and gizlane the um, mossad handler for epstein would go there and recruit the girls and then trump would partake of all that you know most likely under the cover at epstein's house or wherever or on the lolita express or on epstein island Jeffrey Berman, the powerful U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, has been the lead investigator into the, U- into the Jeffrey Epstein child sex trafficking case since before the billionaire's suspicious supposed suicide. However, the friend of President Donald Trump, who contributed to his campaign, was removed from his post by Attorney uh, General William Barr, who falsely claimed Berman resigned. Now the lawyer for several of Epstein's victims, Spencer Coven, is speaking out about the highly suspect removal of this top attorney. 
He is speculating that Trump or one of his staff may have asked Berman to stop investigating Prince Andrew over his ties to the billionaire pedophile Epstein and then fired him when he refused. Now, there's pictures of, of this Prince um, Andrew with these underage girls. They're widely available. And Ghislaine's right there. You know. So that's not even but see he refuses to answer questions and when he is asked about it he just lies like a rug okay so he he's getting a little bit hot so then you know this all happens as the guardian points out berman and the duke of york have become embroiled in a series of public rows over what the u.s prosecutor alleges is his refusal to answer questions in their investigation into the allegations of child sex of sex trafficking and other crimes against epstein this has put a target on berman's back by the ones who continue to protest those involved in the elite child trafficking scandal in the scathing interview curvin told the sun that berman's firing was a massive step backwards in progress they've made for obtaining justice for epstein's victims well of course because they want to throw as many monkey wrenches into that as possible and trump's right on the spear tip of it i've went into this before many times all trump's meddling in into this with dershowitz and that whole can of worms what we talked about uh, in, the, in the last month because we know that the investigation and request for repeated interviews with prince andrew ramped up in just the past month oh no i'm sorry i, I didn't read the last line the timing of this is highly su suspect for an internal favor having been requested by president trump Kervin told the Sun, because we know that the investigation and request for repeated interviews with Prince Andrew ramped up in just the last past months. However, there were other motives by the Trump administration for the Berman removal as well. On top of Epstein's investigation, he was prosecuting some of Trump's allies, which likely angered the president. So there's just good old Trump at work again, doing Satan's bidding you know behind the scenes because he's such a wonderful man of god appointed for such a time as this according to all the false prophets out there that are still touting him now we're going to get into um switch gears again here and we're going to get into um antifa and black lives matter because they got some real big plans coming up guys real big plans that you need to be aware of okay if nothing else even if you're not in these areas um you need to warn those that might be antifa is to desecrate the gettysburg national cemetery on the 4th of july then murder and burn white people in suburbs suburbs under the cover of fireworks now if this doesn't happen i wouldn't be surprised because they why would they come out and say we're going to be in gettysburg on the 4th and actually show up there sure they like to do it maybe they'll try but wouldn't it be more of a better thing if they head faked on this and just showed up someplace totally different so there was a massive police presence maybe in gettysburg to try to prevent this because the bottom line is whatever they do to gettysburg it's it's a cemetery okay and while i would never agree with them doing that there from a satanic standpoint they could they could um accomplish a whole lot more if they were going to go after the people that were actually you know living in suburbs in these types of areas they could do more damage for satan's kingdom if you ask me personally both are bad but if you're actually killing people as opposed to going to cemetery and desecrating it which one's worse 
So announcements are already appearing on the internet about the desecration of 3,500 Union soldier graves at the hallowed ground where Abraham Lincoln gave his Gettysburg Address. The real eye-opener is from the Controlled Unclassified Law Enforcement Bulletin, issued as a, quote, law enforcement sensitive for official use only to police and fire departments about Antifa already using fireworks to acclimate suburbia with sounds of explosions so that they can use those to cover for gunfire when they attack the white suburban neighborhoods the same day, meaning the 4th of July. So what I'm telling you is that from a satanic standpoint, this would be pretty smart. What they're talking about doing. Now let's go forward here. This is going to, you understand this better as we get into this. According to controlled unclassified information, in a bulletin issued to police and fire departments, Antifa has been taking deliveries of very large shipments of professional-grade fireworks. Surely the George Soros is buying for them. They have been sending teams out to various areas throughout America to detonate those fireworks for the past two weeks in order to achieve three specific objectives. Number one, the first objective is to test the response of local law enforcement. If the fireworks are going off around the clock and residents are filing complaints, will the police respond? How long does it, ta does it take them to respond? How many officers actually come? Do they respond at all? This data is being recorded by these groups and will prove to be very valuable intel for what is to come. This is a very accurate barometer to test the waters. Yeah, it's, it's probing. It's the probing attack. Two, the second objective is to get local residents, uh, primarily white people in nearby neighborhoods, acclimated to the frequent sounds of explosions that often sound like gunfire. Three, the final objective is knowing response times in manpower of police and having acclimated the local population into the explosion sounds that mimic gunfire to then commit arson attacks with professional grade fireworks to set so many fires that local emergency services are immediately overwhelmed and enter houses to actually fire the guns and kill as many people as possible in the white suburbs. So it would be like the purge, but with a gigantic, all these distractions going on at the same time. Explosions going off everywhere. We don't know what's gunfire. We don't know what's fireworks. Literally lighting off professional grade fireworks into houses and then kicking in doors to kill as many white people as possible. Now, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I don't know. But this would be satanically brilliant plan, if you think about it, to try to do this. Unless you've been living under a different planet, you should be fully aware that America is currently under attack. While mass media has portrayed the situation as peaceful protests, those engaged have been rioting, smashing private property and businesses, looting on a scale which is unparalleled, and beating, stabbing, shooting innocent people in the areas where these activities are taking place. You have probably also read or overheard many reports of illegal fireworks and explosions that are currently taking place throughout many different U.S. cities. If you do a Google search for firework complaints, of course, I wouldn't use Google for anything, but you will find countless articles posted in just the last week or so. These are probing attacks. Most of these news reports are local since local news is far more, far more likely to have boots on the ground and residents reporting an accurate assessment as to what is actually going on. However, national media outlets are largely attempting to paint the uptick in firework activity as a sign of people being overly celebratory in preparation for the 4th of July. 
any narratives stating that massive fireworks activities due to people celebrating is 100% false though. In fact, it's dangerously false. Here are the facts, so please pay close attention. As a result of the major 4th of July events being shut down and canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic, an overwhelming surplus of fireworks have flooded the market. And these are professional grade. These aren't the guy like going up to the convenience store and buying some sparklers. These are professional grade. The kind they would light off at like, you know, your your local whatever, whatever your local city would do. Several activist groups, in, including Antifa, Black Lives Matter, Weather Underground, are exploiting this surplus and are bulk purchasing from suppliers in extremely high volumes. In many cases, these are highly dangerous, professional-grade fireworks. The number of people with the, within these groups must not be underestimated. They operate like terrorists and use clandestine communication strategies. There are many members of these groups in most major cities and have been for several years. Yes, there are essentially domestic terror cells, as you guessed. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, yes, this is indeed the year in which they have been instructed to carry out their master's dystopian agenda. So we could literally be, and I'm not, again, I'm not a date setter, but we could literally be days away from it really going insane. Again, that's why I'm doing the study when I'm doing it. Prayer, fasting, that, you know, call to arms, call to awareness, call to warning others. This agenda began with infiltrating any cities that have a higher population of blacks than the national average, which is about 13%. Now, so what he's saying here is what I'm thinking he's saying is any city that has a population of 13%, what they were to refer to as blacks, 13% or higher, those are going to be the ones, because they've, they've got better numbers there to work with, obviously. So, you know, if you're not in a city like that there's a lower likelihood that this is going to happen but again i don't again you know who knows any city with a black population higher than that is where operations are underway i mean i checked the nearest big city to me charlotte's 35 percent uh blacks uh rally which is where i just came from was like 20 something percent so i mean like a place like memphis like 61 percent blacks memphis tennessee detroit's like 81 so just giving you some ideas i'm sure chicago would be super bad um as far as they've got mass shootings every weekend anyway you know i don't know what their percentage of blacks are but and again i'm not saying that because i mean i'm, I'm anti uh black or whatever i'm just saying that's what they're saying that's what black lives matter is saying where they're gonna implement this not me what they are doing is delivering fireworks in bulk via moving trucks and vans you may have remembered that the pallets of bricks that were being dropped off at various locations so riders could use the bricks to destroy the property this is a similar strategy once these fireworks are delivered they are then distributing them to any black people who wish to set them off for their own entertainment previously under the guise of the non-existent Juneteenth holiday to make sure these fireworks were set off almost continually all day and night in various cities. 
in some cases, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and the Weather Underground local leaders are actually paying black people in these areas to set them off. While the remaining fireworks um, are being set off mainly by white leaders in these groups. Because there's a ton of white people that are with the Black Lives Matter. The little soy boy latte, typically transgender gays that I kind of witnessed at the rally thing. From what I've seen. This may not be a shock as you're likely aware that white Marxist radicals are the ones who have been frequently arrested for burning buildings, cars during these riots. Well, they've got a, this is their way of paying reparations. This is their way of, of making up for all the white guilt and for the color of their skin. This is their way of showing the blacks that they're, they're in, they're all in and they're willing to do anything. Okay. Again, these are activists and terrorists who have covertly infiltrated these predominantly black areas. So this answers the question of who is responsible for the number of fireworks complaints that are now circulating for a week or more. Now, why they're now, now is the why they're doing, well, we know why they're doing this because they're trying to bring in, you know, anarchy and the new world order and, you know, kill as many whites as possible and institute the purge and bring in Lucifer's system. I mean, come on. Then just related, these are just some related news reports and I'm, I'm just going to read you the titles. New York City's criminal justice system is imploding. New York PD boss says as hom- says homicides have hit a five-year high. Says more police walk off the job, more homicides happen because there's less police out there to police it. You know. New York City shootings soar 358% after police commission d- disbands anti-crime units. So that's working out good. This d- disbanding the, you know, the the police and the cops, it's working out great. Uh, also, here's another one. Incessant fireworks keep minneapolis residents on edge amid amid gun violence again it's the exact same thing we just read they're lighting off fireworks incessantly in the minneapolis area and people don't know if it's gunfire or fireworks or what's going on and they want that to be the case because it creates confusion and then when they do kick in your door and fire off guns nobody's going to call because they think it's fireworks that's the exact confirmation of what i just read you and then factory burned down in Minnesota, Minneapolis riots will then leave the city. If the cities want to see what happens when they abolish their police force, we'll look no further than Minneapolis, where a burnt down factory has decided to leave. Yeah, can you blame them? Then we have this. Two arrested for high-powered fireworks arson attack in Hoboken, New Jersey. More confirmation. As warned about on this website just 72 hours ago, arson attacks against homes using high-powered fireworks in white neighborhoods has already begun two men ages 19 to 20 oh they don't they don't discuss who they are but have been they're probably black lives matter have been arrested in hoboken police for firing high-powered fireworks into open windows of local apartment building yeah because they're they're testing exactly like we just said they're gonna do and these are just a couple different reports a tweet by the hoboken police chief reveals the story 72 hours ago this website reported uh the country that such attacks were warned of in a law enforcement bulletin here's a link to that law enforcement bulletin if you want to see it also related denver fireworks bust this happened on um four days ago two unrelated stories out of denver first one is two thousand pounds of fireworks found in a box truck remember what they said they're they're transporting massive amounts of these surplus fireworks because of the COVID-19 canceled a lot of the July 4th. So, so they've, got, they've probably got fireworks they were able to get on the cheap. 
because it's like you know we want to move the inventory we know we're going to take a bath this year the firework makers so now they're the market's been flooded by these fireworks uh two thousand pounds of fireworks found in a box truck the second story was a home seized with illegal fireworks after neighbor complaints here's the two different reports i'm not even going to go into them so what i'm trying to do is give you a lot of confirmation that <laughs> this could this could definitely go down and i'm not saying that a lot of horrific stuff isn't isn't going to go down between now and the fourth because the way things are going who knows but you really need to be aware of what i just said and then right on cue black lives matter leader threatens to burn down the system if america doesn't give us what we want greater new york black lives matter president hawk newsom issued an ultimatum to the american people as though black lives matter isn't getting enough with the rioting the killing the pillaging the raping and the cops standing down for the most part okay as if they're not getting enough from that this slime bag devil goes on fox is it fox yeah foxnews.com and issues an ultimatum to the people on Fox News's The Story on Wednesday. Newsom appeared to discuss the direction of the heavily funded leftist movement in the wake of the staged George Floyd event. Black Lives Matter has been the driving force of the subsequent demonstrations across the country, many of which have sparked violence and destruction. And then he says, quote, you, this is this Black Lives Matter leader, Hawk Newsom, on Fox, quote, you have said... Okay, no, I'm sorry. She, the, the host asked him, the host, Martha McCollum, asked him, you have said that violence is sometimes necessary in these situations. She told Newsom. Newsom told the host, quote, if this country doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down this system and replace it, all right? He asked a question. So this slime bag devil has the audacity to go on Fox News after all the billions of dollars in damage they've done just since the the porn star career criminal uh woman beating uh career drug addict george floyd died okay one of nine black men that died last year or no there's nine that died last year by the hand of cops or whatever i don't know if they're white cops or what this infinitesimal number of black guys die by police officers that's all we look at we don't look at the you know 90 plus percent of blacks killing blacks we don't look at all the the, the blacks aborting their own babies we don't look at the fact that more way more white guys were killed by police officers last year no none of that matters all that matters is this one career drug addict career criminal woman beating porn star that died that who knows if he even died there's so many narratives on that that it was all staged and died and he's still living and all this other stuff who knows if that even happened so they haven't got enough from all the rioting, looting, killing, stealing, purging, pillaging that they've done yet. No, 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 no. They, we, we need to give them whatever they want. We will burn down the system and replace it. All right? And then he goes on to say, and I could be speaking figuratively. I could be speaking literally. Well, we know he's speaking literally. They're doing it literally. It's a matter of interpretation. I'm quoting him. Let's observe the history of the 1960s. When black people were rioting, he went on. 
quote, we think the highest growth in wealth and in, we had the highest growth in wealth and in property ownership. Think about the last few weeks since we started protesting. So he's saying that because supposedly during the 60s when the blacks were rioting, that they, that coincided with the highest growth in wealth and property ownership. So that obviously means that the blacks need to go out now and do the exact same thing because that will increase their wealth and their property ownership. Even though it's wicked, evil, and illegal and satanic, that doesn't matter. Can you imagine if a white Christian got on there and said anything even remotely similar to what this devil said? I'm just saying. Can you imagine? Did you hear anything about this on the news? No, it's fine for him to say he's Black Lives Matter. He can say whatever he wants. Burn, loot, kill, steal, murder, rape, do whatever. It's all good. Can't say anything against him. It's politically incorrect. Whites need to all pay reparations on top of it. Now, he says they're going to burn down the system. Well, is that going to start on July 4th? When they launch these professional-grade fireworks into the white suburbs of these cities that have a higher percentage of blacks, more than 13%? Will that start then? Will they turn these cities into an inferno? I don't know. A lot to pray about, fast about, talk about, educate others about. And then neutered Trump says Black Lives Matter leader. So this was Trump weighing in on that statement from the Black Lives Matter. Trump tweeted in regretting in in regard to this Newsom's threat. Okay, this Black Lives Matter, his threat. He said, Black Lives Matter leader states, if U.S. doesn't give us what we want, then we'll burn down the system and replace it. Trump says, this is treason, sedition, insurrection. Donald J. Trump. But... Meanwhile, he does absolutely nothing about it at all. See, all this stuff that Trump's supposedly still doing, it's just window dressing. It's just little crumbs and little bones he's throwing out to try to keep his, his base appeased. He's so gelded and neutered, it just defies the imagination at this point. You know? I mean, and the... I mean, the, the way, and again, Drudge is nothing more than a, and then a mouthpiece of Satan at this point. Nothing more than an absolute total mouthpiece of Satan. But I like to go up there, you know, just to see what the pulse is of Satan. And like today, Trump tweet disaster, white power, campaign scrambles to boost re-election. He's doing nothing. He's, he's speaking now to, to stadiums that used to be standing room only for hours outside the stadiums to stadiums now that are like a third full if that it looks like they're going to put joe biden they're saying joe biden's leading in the polls now i mean it's like a done deal from what i'm seeing you know trump's being demonized he's doing nothing to really stop it joe biden's i mean who is just nothing more than a mouth a husk of a mouthpiece of satan brain damaged devil but they're you know that's the way it's looking i don't know they're both evil and wicked but joe biden's agenda will be much more overtly satanically we're coming for you evil and we're going to get into that later he stated it right up front 
Trump does nothing about any of this stuff. His gutless cadre of political useful idiots in the FBI and the Department of Justice just keep collecting their fat paychecks for doing nothing about anything. His spineless chairman of the Joint, Joint Chiefs, uh, in fact, all of the Joint Chiefs, those yellow-bellied cowards stay in their office and cowering under their desks while our country burns. Real heroes, those Joint Chiefs. Sarcasm, that was a comment about it. And then we have this. Black Lives Matter distributing flyers. We are at war. White people are the enemy. Here's one of the flyers if you don't believe it. Flyers bearing the Black Lives Matter logo of the of like the Black Fist and Black Lives Matter are being distributed in Richmond, Virginia and in other cities by protesters declaring white people, you are the enemy. And here's what it says. I'm going to read it right, right off to you. White men and women and children, you are the enemy. We will not stop until there are more white homicides than black, even though they're the ones killing each other. But that's our fault. Okay. Uh, we will not stop until all white people are sent to re-education camps. All white people. W what did I tell you before about the synagogue of Satan, who runs Hollywood, who runs all of the mass media, who owns all of the mass media? What are, what, I played you their quotes. They have stated openly that they will not, they cannot bring in their awaited Antichrist, their Moshiach, okay, until Christianity is gone, or I would assume, because Christianity is never going to be gone, but their, their, their version of enough of it's gone. Christianity is gone, and the white races are destroyed. And this is why they're so eager to destroy the white races. Because the synagogue of Satan is controlling all this. George Soros, you know, is a synagogue of Satan type of Jew. Now, I'm not blaming it on all Jews, okay? But the Kabbalistic practicing, Talmud-loving, Shabbat Lubavitch type of Kabbalist, the Illuminati, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, Jared Kushner, son's Trump-in-law, Trump's son-in-law, Trump, who was a Kabbalist, said it right in his own book. I've read you the book, read you the quote right from his own book, said he's a Kabbalist. His daughters wear the, um, his daughter Ivanka wears the red string. His former wives of red wore the red Kabbalist string. I've got a whole, I've got all the pictures and everything I've done. I've done multiple reports on this. He's a Kabbalist. Um, Ivanka's converted over to Shabbat Lubavitch. Jared Kushner, Shabbat Lubavitch. Synagogue of Satan. They're the ones ultimately wanting to destroy the white races and they're going to try to use Black Lives Matter and Antifa as one tool in order to do that. And that's why nothing's being done about any of this because they're the ones at the top of the food chain giving the orders to the politicians and Trump is a nothing more than a puppet on a string. I don't know if you're going to hear this a lot of places, what I just said. But I haven't had anybody come back to me and be able to prove me wrong. And I've been saying this and backing this stuff up for a long, long time now. It doesn't mean I'm Mr. Smarty Pants. I'm just going by facts that I've been able to accumulate and amass and document. So, we will not stop until there are more white homicides than black. We will not stop until all white people are sent to re-education camps. We will not stop until... White people pay extra taxes to support black individuals. Like, they're not living off the government dole 
in the form of welfare and those types of things. Now, I'm not saying all blacks, but a lot of them. I'm not saying there's no whites that don't live off that, but I'm just saying. It's like, no, we're not doing enough. We, we obviously have to pay reparations too. We will not stop until all black power runs all government. Well, that's never going to happen because the, the synagogue of Satan won't let that happen for sure. We will not allow any white person to date another race. Well, they're the ones that, that are constantly trying to get with white women. It's all over Hollywood. Every time you turn on, and I don't have a TV, but any commercial, so many different movies, so many different whatever, over the years, increasingly, it's like always a black guy with a white woman. Always. And that's another thing the synagogue of Satan said they're going to choose. They're going to breed us out of existence by having the black men interbreed with the white women and have the mixed families and they're going to breed the white race out of existence now i'm sorry you go you're a race you're a supreme no i'm not i'm telling you that's what they're doing i'm not going to apologize for what their satanic agenda is doing they have the audacity to say we'll not allow a white person to date any another race really when they're doing the exact opposite okay whatever on that we support no white owned businesses hate is okay if directed at white families sounds reasonable right sounds satanically reasonable can you imagine if a white group came out with this and we're distributing these flyers against the blacks a christian white group even better can you imagine the absolute shrieks and scream blood curdling screams that would come from the mainstream media and from black lives and from every other liberal bastion of satanic goodness can you imagine but see you know evil's good and good's evil in their eyes one of them to call evil good and good evil and that's just the norm now that's the norm he that depart from evil maketh himself a prey meaning like a, the prey of an animal that's where we're at that flyer looks like something that's being mass produced to be used in many black in many different cities notice the symbol for black lives matter is a raised fist which is used by the communist revolutionaries here's a full photo of the flyer being given out in richmond and you can see it for yourself uh see above this is not peaceful protesting this is all out declared war it is not intended it is intended to lead to a lot of deaths if these people get their way then whites in the united states will find out what the whites in south africa which we've warned about many many times where they're literally just kicking in the doors and killing them all raping their wives killing their children and stealing them blind for no reason at all other than they're farmers and they have land you literally got the president of south africa the black guy up on stage doing high knees skilly killy uh screaming kill the boar with thousands of other blacks kill the boars the white person for no reason just because they're evil they all need to die we're the source of all evil in the universe but that's fine that's fine perfectly fine whites could do the same thing and there'd be no public outcry either oh no there you'd never hear the end of it ever and i wouldn't advocate it if whites were doing it to blacks Yeah, so things are looking up. I'm telling you. This uh, 
it's just some things to think about. I'm confused. Black Lives Matter, but which Black Lives Matter? It's also darn confusing if we only had one legitimate source for the truth. I'm so confused right now. I see signs all over saying Black Lives Matter. I'm just trying to figure out which Black Lives Matter. It can't be the unborn black babies. They're destroyed without a second thought. It's not black cops. They don't seem to matter. It's not my black conservative friends. They're told to shut up if they know what's best for them by their black counterparts. Probably told to call them Uncle Toms or something. It's not the black business owners. Their property doesn't mean anything. It gets looted, burned to the ground. It's not blacks who fought in the military. Their statues are destroyed by the Black Lives Matter protesters with disdain. So which are the black lives that matter? Oh, it's the George Floyd porn star, career criminal, career drug addict, woman beater. The, ah okay i get it i get it that's the black lives that matter yeah the more wicked and evil you are that's the ones that matter i but i can't keep up i just can't i'm exhausted trying to figure out what we're all supposed to do believe or be offended by and outraged by next two months ago first responders were all the rage in fact they were heroes we gave them free coffee meals and cheers as they drove by Today, we hate them, we're supposed to hate them, and want them defunded, now, meaning like the police. We want them defunded because they can't be trusted. Two months ago, truck drivers were heroes as well for keeping America moving and the grocery stores stocked. Today, we block the roads with protesters, drag them out of their cabs, and beat them half to death. Well, if you're black, you do that, or you can, or if you're Black Lives Matter. Of course, that's fine, of course. Just 45 days ago, protests weren't essential and were considered criminal, selfish, and a murderous activity. Today, they're gloriously critical and celebrated. All of the obvious criminal and murderous activities are simply just ignored. If you protest about lockdowns for freedom, you're selfish, and you will spread a virus. If you protest for about the loot, burn, uh, and riot for social justice, you are a warrior, and, and the virus no longer matters, and you can't get it. For three months, nothing was more important than social distancing. In fact, we gave up all our liberties for it. We canceled schools, medical, dental procedures, yet allowed the murder of babies, canceled activities, closed businesses, eliminated every spring rite of passage from prom to graduation, denied people funerals, <coughs> excuse me, even at Arlington Cemetery. We wrecked the economy for it. Then came social justice of the Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and the social distancing was no more needed. It didn't apply anymore. Now things are more cut and dry, though. A thousand people at three memorials for a career criminal, drug addict, woman beater, porn star that they never even met. But it's a matter of respect. But of course, you can only assemble a hundred or less people. Black Lives Matter, of course, they um, they do. Of, co of course they do. Then multiple black officers and individuals were killed during the peaceful protests. I don't see any outrage over that, though. Black, black individually owned businesses burning to the ground, silence. Deadliest week in Chicago, crickets, nothing. I'm really confused now. Look at the data. No, look at that data. Do the math. No, you can't do the math like that. You do it our way. You do it the satanic way. Only the experts can understand the data and math, don't you understand? What do you mean other cities, states, governors are interpreting the data differently? Pools are safe in Indiana, but they're not safe in Michigan. Playgrounds are safe in your town, but not mine. Amusement parks are safe in Florida, but not in Ohio or Michigan. If you're silent, you're part of the problem. If you speak, you're part of the problem. If you ask, you don't understand. If you don't ask, you don't care. 
It's all so predictable, tedious, and exhausting. Nothing adds up. It's one gigantic common core math life problem. Ever-changing denominators that I'm sure the media and the politicians are eagerly ready to solve for us until the next, quote, crisis. So for now, I pray that God will heal our land and bless the United States. Well, that's only going to happen if we turn from our wicked ways and humble ourselves before God according to the Bible and seek God. And I'm not seeing that happen in mass. I see the 501c3 church going exactly along with the Black Lives Matter, which leads me to the next report. So now the next report, and I know I'm going to be going over in time, but I want to keep all this info together. <clears throat> and it's <clears throat> over in time, I mean over an hour and 20 minutes for, for this segment. But <clears throat> this next report, and this is so weird because this is from the Washington, let me just see here, the Washington Times dot com okay this is not a conservative or whatever news publication but evidently this guy named Everett piper <clears throat> on saturday june 13th this was his opinion piece and it's um i entitled it 501c3 evangelical pastors yoke up with and pander to satanic black lives matter and this is from this guy at, at the Washington Times. <clears throat> okay. Now you go up there right now. It's Nancy Pelosi saying we all need to implement mandatory face masks. I mean, this is not a conservative publication. Okay. It says, Dear woke evangelical pastors, what in the world is wrong with you? Why in God's name would you stand in solidarity with an organization that seeks the destruction of Christianity, meaning Black Lives Matter? You're supposed to believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and it's good news. You're supposed to believe in uh, the inerrancy of the word of God. You're supposed to believe in personal sin, personal repentance, personal holiness. What happened to you? I think he's Catholic because the way he writes, I'm leaving some stuff out here. He's using a lot of Catholic terms. Okay, but still, I think what he's saying is beyond valid. What happened to you? When did you lose your conviction? When were you given over to a reprobate mind? <laughs> like the Bible talks about Romans 1. When did... Your heart of flesh become a heart of stone. When did you lose your soul? There was a time when you def were defined by the preaching of salvation, not social justice. The world knew you for your revivals, not your riots. You were characterized by your piety, not your politics. It seems like just yesterday that your belief in God distinguished you, not your worship of government. What happened? How in the name of all that is right and holy could you possibly now march with an organization that laughs in the face that all that jesus taught and died for how could you be so ignorant i would say how could you be so evil how could you be so arrogant how could you be so wrong have you not taken the time to do a 30 second google search on the mission statement of black lives matter which you now align here's what it here's what black lives matter explicitly says about itself on its own website we do the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege. We build a space that is free of sexism, misogyny, and environments, all these, you know, uh, social justice warrior trigger words, in which men are centered. We dismantle patriarchal practices. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure. Well, you know, without the nuclear family structure, the whole world would implode, but, you know, whatever. We foster a queer affirming network. Again, the whole world would implode if that was what the world was based on with the intention of freeing ourselves from the tight grip of the heteronormative thinking blah 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 and they're rapidly anti-semitic and pro-abortion to boot 
have you not read this stuff and if you have do you not care how can you stand with an organization that mocks god denies the bible belittles men demeans women subjugates generations of black children to the to the dysfunction of fatherless families you claim to be christian leaders but you stand in solidarity with a group that group that promotes anger rage and one that calls for revolution rather than repentance one that waves a banner of pride rather than penitence one that foments resentment and laughs at forgiveness how can you be so blind have you not read your own bibles the broken ideas of black lives matter are not godly and they are not christian and any black and any pastor suggesting otherwise is insane why aren't you preaching that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god not just whites and not blacks but all why aren't you telling people that the only solution to this mess is personal repentance rather than casting blame? Your complicity in the enemy's deceit has encouraged tens of thousands to play the hater card rather than confess their own hate. Your apostasy is rife. There is a reason that culture has cast you out and trampled you underfoot. Your salt has lost its savor. Your light is extinguished. There's a reason your churches are empty and dark. What are you thinking? Jesus never told us to harbor resentment and stew in emotions of how we've been wronged, which is what the Black Lives Matter does, you know. Whites are the blame for everything, you know, reparations for slavery, you know, that type of mindset. In fact, he told us to do the exact opposite. Forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors is not about fixating on who has harmed us. Forgiving those that, that forgiving um, those that have sinned against, sinned against us as we for. You know, if we want to ask, if we want forgiveness, we have to forgive those that have sinned against us. Is the point there? Uh, it is about forgiveness and shame on you for prescribing otherwise. And then I, I put in these two verses, Jeremiah twenty three one and two. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy the sheep and that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, against the pastors that feed my people, ye have scattered my flock and driven them away, and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord. Okay, so I'm way over on time here, so I'm going to go to part two next, and God bless you. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free. 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.